It's a basic question, but how is your group looking to this point? I know we're getting close to crunch time. Yeah, I think they're working really hard. Um, you know, they're coming together as a group. I think they're playing together, playing well off of each other. Um, you know, just trying to learn our first opponent right now, trying to study them, make sure we know what to expect from them. How deep can the group be? Um, I might have the deepest group on the team, a lot of older guys in the room. Um, you know, we're going to find creative ways to uh, get them on the field and, and give them roles in the game. So, you know, excited to see all those guys come in and compete and, you know, show what they can do. Coach, the rules and the extended hash marks don't really help you out on defense because they just spread you out all over the field. Mm -hmm. How hard is it for that? Yeah, uh, you know, always walking from an NFL field to a college field is a lot <laughs> different with the hash. Um, you know, it, it condenses the field on one side, so it helps that side a little bit. You know, short, a little shorter throw for the quarterback, but it's shorter area. Um, and then obviously to the field, it can help in a way too because that's a long throw for most quarterbacks at this level. You know, so you got a little bit more time to get there. So it, it kind of works both ways. It just took a little getting used to with some of the landmarks for me of coaching the guys and whatnot. When you were a baseball player here, did you ever imagine a decade later you'd be coaching football here? Um, I think my first love was always football. Uh, Coming out of high school, I was a better baseball player. Then I was such a bad baseball player in college that now I'm a football coach. So, <laughs> uh, but no, I, uh, you know, back then on in off season on Fridays we'd do a little seven on seven, kind of as conditioning in baseball. So obviously that was a highlight of my my day or my week. Uh, and actually, kind of a story I've tell pe told people sometimes is when I first got done playing baseball here, me and Danny Verpel were roommates. He played on the football team, and. Uh, you know, he set it up with Wally Burnham, where we had to actually had to go sit down and, you know, learn some football from him. And thinking back, you know, like, you know, an old school coach like that is big time, letting a baseball coach come in or a baseball player come in and talk football with him was pretty cool looking back at it. Who was instrumental in helping you transition from baseball to get into football coaching? Um, my little brother. Um, so he played football at Rutgers. Okay. Um, he's four years behind me. He was playing for Shiano right around the same time. Uh, I got into coaching, coaching high school football. Okay. Actually, his senior year was when I first started coaching, and then he went on to college. And kind of my transition from coaching offense when I coached high school to defense was really a lot of him and him playing defensive back at Rutgers and learning a lot of things from him. He's a DB coach at University of Houston now. Okay. Yep. And then, of course, when you were in the baseball, you were with Eddie Cartieri. I was for Eddie for two, two yeah. Eddie for two, and then uh, Lalo for one. Was your thinking in uh, transferring from the NFL to back to your alma mater? Kind of always wanted to be back here. Um, I just felt like the timing was finally right. Um, you know, my parents are getting close to retirement. My mom just retired from teaching at the high school. My dad's close uh, to retirement, so, you know, back closer to family. And, um, you know, I just know what this place can be, and I'm excited to be a part of it. It seems like the thought is that in the pros, you're not doing as much teaching as you are in college. Is that true? No, I, I think it's about the same teaching. Uh, it's a complex game. I think at this level, you get to help a young man come into college and grow into, you know, full-grown man with, you know, a mature mindset. Whereas in the NFL, you know, I've coached some guys that are older than me, <laughs> families, you know, one guy's a preacher. So, you know, it's a different environment. Sure. So you yeah. never played football at USF, is that No, not a, not a snap. Played high school football. Yeah, yeah. but, you, I mean, there was never – an opportunity to walk on, or, or I wasn't good enough. To play, I wasn't good enough to play with those guys. Okay. Yeah. 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 But you just you just had the yeah the football Jones yeah. mentality. Yeah. Right. That was yeah. your sport. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. 
Coach, my wife and I were both teachers, and she retired before I did, but she told me, you're not retiring because you're not going to hang around this house 24-7. <laughs> did Mama tell Dad the same thing? Yeah, my, mom, my mom's, a, uh, you know, she's out and about. She goes and experiences <laughs> life. My dad's a, kind of more of a homebody, but she's starting to, you know, get him used to uh, what he'll need to be when he retires. So. You got to train him. Yeah, no doubt. How often do you tell NFL stories to these guys, and, and does that, is that a way to get their attention? To know, hey, I, when I coach mm-hmm. this guy or when I played at this stadium, I mean, do they, do yeah. they respond to that? Um, usually, a story is not about the, you know, the lights, camera, and action. It's more about the, you know, the the way some of the guys prepare. You know, the way some of the guys are great teammates. Um, you know, in the NFL on Friday nights or Thursday nights, guys will have the rest of their teammates over at their house and they'll watch film together and they'll have a chef and all that. You know, so taking that next step of preparation and really working hard at being great at the game. That's, that's the thing that I share. Do they see you as a guy that can give them a path to the league? I hope so. You, you can tell some some things that are relevant yeah, to Yeah, I hope so. Um, you know, I've seen the whole process. So, you know, from interviewing guys at the combine to working guys out at a pro day to, you know, deciding, helping the GM and coaches decide, you know, who we're going to draft, who we're going to cut, all those things. So I've seen the ins and outs of that league and, you know, hopefully just can can provide them information and help them make good decisions and prepare them for what that life would be like. Have you kept up with any of your teammates that you played with here at USF? Yeah, so uh, Dexter Butler was my roommate. He's the head basketball coach at Key West High right now. Um, Daryl Lewis was another roommate of mine. Um, He's down at Key West. He's actually got a music career going down there. Uh, Mike Consomagno, he lives up in uh, Staten Island area. He usually makes it down for a game. Um, Coach Cartier's sons played with us as well. Um, haven't been able to really get back and see as much of them since I, as I wanted to. Obviously, we've been very busy, but looking forward to seeing those guys at games and uh, hang out with them as much as I can, probably. What might be among your top couple memories as a player here at USF? Whatever it may have been. Yeah. Well, I was in the stands for, you know, when we beat uh, Louisville. I think that was 05 when they ranked pretty high. I remember watching when Jesse Hester scored a touchdown against Auburn to win the game. Um, you know, and then just for myself in baseball, you know, we we had a series where we, or uh, one of the years, I think we beat Florida two out of two. And they ended up playing national championship that year. Um, you know, obviously I didn't have that good of a playing career, so not a lot of playing. But, you know, I had some awesome teammates that did some big-time things. I had some guys play in the major leagues. So, you know, got to play against a lot of major leaguers. I remember pitching against Ryan Braun and some other players like that. So, and what do you think about you know, being a defensive coach? And you know, obviously the NFL, the quarterbacks put up these incredible numbers. And mm-hmm. in college, I mean, it's like, you know, what you have to defend now and yeah. how, how how kind of the perception has changed of what's yeah. a good defensive game and what's what's not. Yeah, I'm happy you got some respect for what we go through. Yeah, uh, now we're under assault, yeah, right? yeah, we're facing a good quarterback this first one for sure, and. Um, you know, it's, it's tough. You know, it's a um, offenses do a great job of spreading the field out. You know, obviously they go fast. You know, there's really dynamic players out there that they can get the ball to in open space that can make plays. So, you know, it's a tough game. It's tough to defend some of that stuff. We enjoy that competitiveness, and we enjoy that essentially trying to gain an advantage for our players at the end of the day. So that's what we love about Coach. We just talked to a guy who was, you know, coaching in the NFL. Does he – give you sort of that aura and do you guys uh, respect that yeah so you know coach coach Rowe, he he came where we all want to go so it's like okay no matter what he said we're gonna listen yeah. so it's more of a whatever he said 
think about it, take it into account, like, okay, you got to know what you're talking about. He's batting his level. Well, you don't, that's right. <laughs> you don't have to say everything he's taught you, but is there one thing that, you know, you can think of that, oh, well, that's I'll good stuff right there. Mainly, like, the quarterback eyes, like, how he taught us to read the quarterback eyes, basically make the quarterback take you where you want to go. Like, make, make, make the quarterback play off for of you. And then you make the quarterback throw that ball where you want him to throw it. So it's basically that coach will tell us that. That's probably the biggest thing. You've had all kinds of coaches, but when you come across a guy like him that's been in the league, does that just automatically get a player's attention when you know that that's where the guy's been? I feel like with all the coaches, like, no matter where they come from, like, you're going to respect them. But with Coach Rowe, yeah, it's, it's probably like a little bit more like, okay, tune in because you know he's talking about the guy doing something. He also said you guys have the – he thinks you have the deepest position group on the team. Run, run through some of the guys we're talking about here. Uh, you got to say we got, got Jalen okay. Stokes. We got Daquan Evans. We got Jalen Curry, Tamarcus Simpson, Will Jones, Chris Tom, Tonsil. We got, we got probably the deepest room in, as a safety group right now. Like We're all old, so we're all mature. So I feel like that's a good thing for us too. Logan, you've been you're one of the veterans on this team and you've been through the coaching changes. What what might be different about this preseason and previous ones that might give you the hope that you can this team can get over the hump? Uh I say with all the coaches we had, they all was player first. But I say with Golish, Golish is he's setting a he's setting a standard like Elite is the standards. Everything we're going to do is going to be elite. We don't care if we got to walk through. We're going to walk through with elite. We don't care if we're at practice, we're tagging off. We're going to run to the ball, tag off elite. Like, everything's going to be elite. So we don't have no lack of days ago days where we're just backpedaling, just walking, doing anything like that. Like, everything's going to be, like, to the best that we can do it. So I feel like that's the biggest difference from everything. Does that attitude you just talked about, about everyone – needs to be elite, does that naturally filter through all the players? Do you hold each other accountable as players more? Yeah, I feel like, especially this year, everybody's held accountable. Where in the past, maybe we hold each other accountable, but the next day we might slip a little bit. But now, we, everything, everybody held accountable. We're going to keep it like that. Nobody's going to slip, nothing like that. Do you like to get down in the box, or are you strictly a cover guy? Oh, no, I'm box safety. I love being in the run fit, love tackling, I love hitting people. When you... And again, when I played, it was back in the ancient days, but we used to talk about exploding eyeballs with the receivers. When you're running with that guy and you look at him, those eyeballs, they still get big when that ball's coming? Oh, yeah, you definitely know when the ball coming. Some of them try to use the late hands trick, but we always know if the eyes get big, the ball coming for sure. And part of that is, you know, being able to break up passes. When he was at App State, Coach Rome talking about they were tops in the country of that. Is that a big emphasis? Oh, yeah, he definitely tells us that every day. Like, our goal as a safety room is to get three turnovers ourselves a day at practice. So that's the goal we strive for. We have to be elite in that, trying to get that ball away, trying to take that ball away, trying to lead the country. Lead the country? Yeah. Not just safeties, but the whole defense. We're trying to to lead the country. All right. What does it mean to you to be coached by a guy that was just coming from the NFL? Uh, I say it's it's a good feeling because you always know what he's talking about. Like, you know, he has different terminologies for things. You have to adjust to his terminology because, you know, he came from higher up than college. So it's just different. Like, everything he says is different. Has he told you anything that's changed the way you prepare or kind of made you aware of things about? Uh, for sure. Like, uh, just like he tells us, see .5 lens, having a .5 lens, you know how iPhone, you can swipe it over, have a .5 lens, and it's like seeing a bigger picture of everything. So he say, as a safety, you got to have a .5 lens of knowing what's coming back, what's coming to you, what's in front of you, all that. You got to see everything. 
Yeah, well, I was all over it. Yeah, yeah. all that. The Western Kentucky we've seen in the past is comfortable throwing it 45 or 55 times a game. Oh, yeah, we definitely we definitely love that as a defensive back room. We definitely looking forward to it. We've been preparing for that all week. For two, the last two weeks, we've been putting new stuff in, trying to game plan for them. So that's definitely an opportunity that we're looking forward to. And is it nice to finally game plan for somebody in another color jersey? Definitely. We, offense is good going against our offense because they both run the same tempo, but it's not like going to look at another person's offense, like just knowing that you got a game to play. That's what we look forward to. Golish said he was happy about that part of it earlier this week. Do you sense a difference as far as the coaching staff, as far as attitude goes, like, oh, it, it's on now? Like, we, it- I feel like we've had the same attitude before. Like, everything we do is elite. So, with that being said, it's like we're not going to change how we prepare for something because we already been doing the same way, just learning how to adjust, do different adjustments and stuff like that for different plays. Nice. What's your room like room? with all your guys? Yeah, How would you describe it? It's a brotherhood. We're close. Like, none of us are selfish about who getting more reps or anything because we all know we're going to get our turn sooner or later. That's how, much, that's how deep we are. So it's just everybody waiting on their turn. And when somebody mess up, it's like we coaching each other up. We're trying to see the best player get on the field, even if that's – even if it's the person, like, you can be at the three deep right now and still be have a chance to go out there and start probably next week. So that's all we just create each other. And Coach Rowe was saying earlier he thinks the room might be the deepest on the team. So when you look at you, your your unit, you see quality depth, oh, a yeah. lot of guys that can play. It's definitely com- – it's, like, very competitive in our group. We definitely look forward to the competition. Every day we come to practice, we compete, like, help each other compete and just try to get better. How does the group feel as the days tick away towards the opener? Are you anxious, excited, all oh, the above? No, nah, all of us excited. Since they throw a lot, we all know we go definitely get see a lot of snaps and stuff like that. Just we just know we gonna have to have a lot. Everybody like Rose, everybody have to come to play because we gonna need everybody in the group. What would you say to describe why this defense will be better? I say we have depth and we hold each other accountable. So if it's last year, it'll be when somebody say something, it's all arguing. When somebody say something now, you got to look at it. We look at him and we just we know where he's coming from. Like, we're trying to be the best defense in college football this year. Following up on Joey's question, but it all starts up front. You better get a pass rush, right? Oh, yeah. We love our defensive line. We tell them boys every day, we, we want y'all to have 10 sets a game. So make it easy on us. Let's do it. <laughs>